Bonds are selling off, but the 10-year yield has managed to stay below its high for the year. Trading right now below 3.9%. Larry Shover joins us for the weekly bond talk. He's the chief investment officer at D. Alexander Capital. Uh, the short-term rates, though, are moving quite a bit. We got new highs in the two-year today. Larry, what do you think? Well, what I think is like there's a lot of richness and even shorter on the curve. You look at like the three month bill, 330. Yeah. Um, it, it just seems like people are trying to stay close to the front end of the curve due to the speed and aggressiveness of the repricing. It, it just reinforced prudence with regards to where you are on the curve. Um, and, I mean, until the Fed can explicitly, explicitly uh, commit to a terminal rate and get to the finish line, this is the way it's going to be. Like right now, the whole the whole day is characterized by the pivot being postponed. The pivot being postponed, right. Um, so is it hopeless at this juncture? I mean, uh, what should we expect in the next commentary from the Fed? Just more of the same? You know, it, no, nothing's ever hopeless, but labor is too tight. Wage growth decelerating, but still too high to resonate with the Fed in their pursuit of 2% inflation. I mean, I think one thing that it's an outlier, but why don't they just scrap 2% and say, hey, we're comfortable with 3.5%. I mean, that could happen. That would change everything, but as an outlier. So right now, CPI next week, the next inflection point to reinforce the 150 basis points of uh, additional tightening that they're talking about per the dot plot. 75 now getting locked in basically uh 80 chance of it we did see some of that potential for maybe a 50 creeping into the fed funds futures the cme watch that's november yeah. that's in a couple weeks then what about after that how do we close out the year going into 23 still at 75 you think that's their baseline now you know, I think that's the baseline right now. And like, as you just mentioned, when we, when we saw the cracks materialize, good grief, the Bank of England rescuing the entire pension system. And um, yeah, so that, that lowered the odds of a full 150 basis point hike, 75 basis point next time, 50 by 25. Um, yeah, we, we know it's it's uh, nothing more than inflation-centric uh, at this point. It doesn't seem to matter with regards to the stock market like it did back in 2018. We're down like more than 25% year-to-date, and I think the Fed doesn't care. It's more or, or it's all about inflation at this point. Okay. So uh, if uh, we're looking at the difference between long bonds and short the yield curve gets still a tiny bit wider here over the last couple yep. uh, days yep. we're not at the highs from september for the 10-year to the 90-day rate that's the one i look at uh, do you think how far do you think we, we could go here i mean that rate for example at uh, uh 59 was like 175 back in june the 10-year minus the 90-day uh, where do you think uh, we could go to? I mean, could we get a yield curve that trades back its spreads from the spring? I don't think so. And yeah, you're, you're right. The, the three-month, uh, 10-year, I think it closed around 48. And that's what the Fed looks like, looks at, and it continues to be positive. Um, I still think we're going to continue to get flattening in like the 210, 
The difference this time, I think the next leg for the flattener is going to be bullish in that it's going to be more with regards to the 10-year yield going lower. I mean, figure, you know, two-year yield, the high was like 4.34. Terminal is four and a half to four and three quarters. So how much higher can twos actually go? I think if we get that next foray to 4% in 10-year yields like we did last time, cracks will expose like they did last time and we'll see a lot of buying interest. So I do still believe we'll get like negative 75 in the 210 by the end of the year, but it's going to be more of a bullish inflection as opposed to the twos continuing to rally. Okay, so you're basically looking for the Fed to really kind of drive the hammer home, drive the nail home. Yep, it, it seems like there's no other way at this point. We have the FOMC minutes, and then we have midterm elections. I mean, it definitely is an outlier for them to scrap 2%, and I still keeps me up at night to think about it, but it seems like I'm the only one who brings that up. They're like, why, why, why does that have to be 2%? Why can't it be three or three and a half? That would change everything. Sure. But at this point, the way it goes, at, the way the mantra is, yes, it's going to be, it doesn't matter. We've had a very good, strong number today. CPI is going to further solidify that with the FOMC minutes. So 150 basis points, here we come. All right. Uh, thanks, Larry. A good chat. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good weekend, Larry Schober, Chief Investment Officer at D. Alexander Capital.